Super Talk Mississippi media production. His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Jeff Duncan, a Saints expert with The Athletic with us today. Jeff, last time you and I talked, we actually went we went position by position and we talked about the recent acquisitions the Saints have made. And I mean, it was really exciting once you got done with the conversation, understanding how much they really shored up so many aspects of their offense and defense. It's going to make them an even better team, potentially. Uh, now the question is, can we get these guys in training camp and start to create a real team? What's the thinking about training camp? Well, I don't think we know yet. I mean, I think the, the officials with the Saints are uh, operating as if they're going to start at the end of July as normal on a normal schedule. And I think that might be the only thing that they are acting as if it's going to be normal right now, because I don't think we're going to have any fans at camp. There's going to be obviously completely different health guidelines for the players. The way they're talking right now, Ricky, there'll be basically players and personnel and staff will be tiered. In other words, uh, there'll be priorities based on those people. Players obviously will be in tier one, coaches in tier one, uh, you know, medical staff in tier one. And then there'll be a tier two, and those will be executives that are close to the team. Uh, they're going to be in a second tier. I don't know where journalists will be if they're in any tier at all. Uh, but uh, we're obviously at the Pro Football Writers of America working in conjunction with the NFL to try and find out if media is going to be allowed at some of these uh, workouts. And we're still operating under the under the, the concurrent situation that we don't even know if there will be a training camp. The people at Saints camp right now have to operate and plan as if there's going to be one uh, because, you know, they haven't heard otherwise. But there's so many unanswered questions right now about this virus. The recent surge, I think, has taken everyone aback. And it seems like every day we have a new news report of an outbreak somewhere, especially in college football, uh, that I think has given everyone pause. So it's going to be an interesting next few weeks, that's for sure. I guess in the meantime, the players have been encouraged to work out and run and do the things they need to do, and hopefully they're staying in shape and studying and getting ready for the season. Is that what you're hearing? Yeah. You know, I know Sean Payton is up in Idaho right now, taking a little vacation uh, up on Lake Coeur d'Alene. He's getting away, recharging his batteries. I think that's something that I've noticed in Sean Payton that differs maybe from past years as he's evolved as a head coach i think he understands that there's a value to getting away from things and i think what they've done this year with this offseason as unprecedented as it is he basically turned it over to the players themselves and said look it's up to you to come back to camp in shape i think he trusts the leadership on this team and the players that that they have enough maturity that when they report to camp assuming they do in late july that they're not going to be behind the eight ball as far as conditioning. And I think that speaks to his confidence in this roster, uh, that they will be businesslike once they get here in late July. And I think it also speaks a little bit to Sean Payton's maturity as a head coach, that he's not just grinding away all off season, that that could actually be counterproductive, that there's a, you know, that there's a law of diminishing returns there and how much you mental energy you expend on a team. Uh, and so I think it's probably smart for him to get away as well and come back fresh. So let's talk about Drew Brees for a second. Um, what Drew Brees said, if it had not been in the context of the recent unrest, was perfectly legitimate and whatever. But when he said it, my son and I were sitting there and we said, uh-oh, it, 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 the timing of how he said it 
and what he said within the context of the situation made him appear to be tone deaf. And obviously, he got a he got a serious education from this, and and I know that I mean in his heart of hearts, he understands why this is different. Now, you've written a column that says. It's a good beginning. It may not be enough. He needs to do more. Talk about that for a second. We only have a few minutes left, incidentally. Yeah. Well, I, I just think if anybody knows Drew Brees, you know that where his heart is. And this is the last thing that he wanted to encounter in his career, especially what could be his last season. He's the ultimate team player, and he would not want to do anything in any way that would offend his teammates or disrespect his teammates. They mean as much to him as anybody else in this world except his family. And so I know this was a very disheartening, discouraging incident, and it hit him in the heart. I guarantee you uh, he had some sleepless nights in the wake of this. Uh, Drew Brees is as politically savvy as any player I've ever covered, and I know that uh, it hit him hard when he saw the reaction from his teammates. He immediately was accountable, Ricky, and I knew that's the way he would be. He's an ultimate leader, and that's what leaders do. They own what could be perceived as a mistake. I'm not even sure he made a mistake other than being tone deaf at a time, you know, in our country, an unprecedented time in our country. And I really believe that he's rectified it. He's spoken individually to the players that he needed to. He apologizes to the team. And we just saw yesterday he was out in Denver throwing pass routes to Emmanuel Sanders, the new receiver. Uh, I, I think really they addressed this the proper way and it was very healthy in the locker room and they're going to put this behind them. Well, what, you know, it was hard to watch. And, you know, too many critics saw him as acquiescing, which he wasn't. He was really literally just trying to, well, not trying, he was opening up his heart to acknowledge that the situation in America is different and he should have been more sensitive to it. And he believes that in his core. I mean, I mean, you know that, you know that. I mean, this was not a situation of being politically smart or trying to protect his image. We have 30 seconds left. He really meant it, didn't he? Yes, there's absolutely no doubt. And he will show with his actions, not just his words, uh, how much it means to him. Uh, and he and Brittany both, I think, have already taken steps in that, that direction. And I have no doubt that uh, as a the, the strongest leader I've ever covered, uh, Drew Brees, will rectify this situation. And also, I think the Saints have strong leaders around him, Ricky, Demario Davis, yeah. Cam Jordan. They'll get, it, they'll get it taken care of. I'm not worried about it affecting him on the field. Well, this is Jeff Duncan uh, from The Athletic, and uh, we'll have you back soon, Jeff. This is just an ever-changing situation, and we really appreciate you being available to us. Thanks for having me on, Ricky. Always great talking to you. You bet, buddy. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.